live, everyone. Live, number 100. Big episode. Big, Big episode. This is a monster episode. All right. Well, welcome, welcome everyone who's ever tuned in. Hopefully everyone accessed the link okay. Um, regardless, we're going to be recording this and sharing it with the audience, but I uh, really would love everybody to this be an interactive podcast for our 100th episode. Nick, I can't believe it. 100 episodes ago, we started this during COVID, virtually, uh, and it's just a testament, as I said to our internal team call earlier, to how persistent and consistent our team is with putting out content, because even if it's not a vendor podcast, there's tons of podcasts out there that'll do 20, 25 episodes, and they quit after that. So the fact that we reached 100 and we're going strong, uh, best team in the biz, as I always say. You guys know that. We got a great team of superstars. We're going to cover a lot today. We're going to cover recent updates from Amazon, recent updates from Walmart.com, strategies for Amazon and Walmart.com from the last two great shows. There's been a lot of updates out there in social media, but you haven't heard it from us. And when you hear it from us, then you'll hear it from the best team in the biz. That being said, uh, all of these studs and studettes on the call, I want you to introduce yourself. Let's go. Let's get into it. Go for it. Awesome. All right. Well, I can get started. Um, Darren, amazing. Uh, Nick, 100 episodes. It's been insane. I still go through some of our uh, old episodes and, you know, through time we've perfected not only the craft of podcasting, but I think the content that we're putting out there. So excited to be here today. My name is Vinny. I'm the director of account strategist. I lead all the Amazon account strategists here at Vendo on the Amazon side. Um, just excited to dive into new strategies, new content that we've learned from Accelerate, selling scales, so really cool stuff. Really looking forward to the conversation today. Awesome, thanks, Vinny. I'm Delaney Nickel. I'm the lead Amazon account manager, so work very closely with Vinny to lead the team and then also have my own book of business on the Amazon side. Um, and then I also work on the Walmart side closely with Michelle and have a book of business there in which I'm account an account manager. Awesome. Well, to kind of piggyback off Vinny there, I it's crazy the old Walmart content we've put out there and just how many updates we've seen on that side. I know the first podcast we did, it's just so many awesome changes and excited to get into some of those today. But for those of you who don't know, I'm Michelle Long. I lead our Walmart media buying team um, and I'll kick it over to Nick. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so I'm Nicholas Martinez, VP of Marketing here at Vendo. Um, handle all things kind of under the, the marketing umbrella um, on, on Walmart as well as uh, Amazon, of course. And so just really excited to be uh, having our 100th episode here live today um, and, and really recapping all of the, the great, um, you know, call outs that have come out of the, the Amazon conference and the Sell and Scale Summit. Just so much amazing thought leadership and, and actionable, um, you know, uh, content. So Really excited to see, you know, even just thinking back like two and a half years ago when we started the Vendo podcast to now, like all of the, you know, content that still, you know, is important, still actionable, still useful, um, but really just to see kind of the evolution and how things have changed, like some of the issues that, we, that we've had over the years that, you know, Amazon's now stepping in and, and uh, accommodating brands with and, and, and just all of the other, you know, parties that we've been able to have on the podcast and, and, you know, everyone's making an impact on this, on this business and helping brands grow. So um, excited to have made it to this hundredth episode and, and looking forward to digging in today. All right. Well, let's, let's do that. Let's get into it here. I know we're going to have some people joining the call, please in the comment section, post your questions. 
We'll try to get to all of them. And if we don't, we'll probably send us a follow-up as well. But let's start with the announcements coming out of Amazon Accelerate. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a few weeks ago, I believe it is now at this point, there was the annual Amazon Accelerate conference held in Seattle and several of our teammates attended. There were a lot of exciting feature updates from Amazon. Um, you know, Vinny Delaney obviously would love some input here from you guys, but the way we look at Accelerate, at least from a Vendo perspective is, it's really just to get updates about what Amazon's doing. It's not meant as high level strategy or any call outs there. I think Helium 10 was a better venue for that, but uh, there were a lot of exciting updates. So if we wanna share that first slide there, Nick, with all of those updates, outlined in one perfect as they pop you want to populate all of them we're just going to go through and choose some of our favorites or at least the ones we feel are going to be the most impactful because some of them were minor but still nice to see them being updated uh so i'll start as an example bullseye right in the middle tailored audiences and this is also very related to nick and what our marketing team does this was an exciting update from amazon allowing you now to email market your customers right through the Amazon portal, assuming certain caveats were met and hurdle rates. And I know Nick, Finney, and the team can go through those, but this is an exciting way for brands to own a little bit more of the customer relationship, which we know is always a call out from major D2C or other platform type companies where they don't want to go on Amazon because they're afraid to lose the customer. This is one way of Amazon further allowing you to communicate directly with, uh, with your customer. But Vinny or Nick, if you want to open up to any additional insights on tailored audiences, would be great. No, no, that's great. And I think what happened this time around um, at Accelerate was it was Amazon's first live event after COVID, right? So the amount of people, the amount of sellers that were there, as long, along with the amount of Amazonians that were on the floor um, sharing content with all of us was amazing. I think just going back to tailored audiences, you nailed it on the head there and the ability to reach out to your customer is phenomenal that's one thing that we do at vendo we make sure that we're definitely speak, trying to speak with the customer one way or another right and through tailored audiences we're now going to be able to reach different segments of our customers here at vendo and the fact that you can tailor the conversation to the different segments of your customer base amazing so what we've done is we quickly came back in house and developed pipelines around that because there is no way that we're going to skip out of this new function yeah, it's yeah. an awesome feature. Go ahead, Nick. No, I mean, yeah, just just to add to it, I think I think like this is kind of an example of what I was alluding to earlier about just how much has changed in, in even just the last two and a half years since we started the podcast. Um, you know, there, there's there's been a lot of need for brands to have the opportunity to connect with their their customers um, in a more intimate way, and you know, I think. For, for good reason or for bad, Amazon's been a little bit slow with this over the years. But in the last year, we've seen a, a big, um, you know, pickup in the amount of tools that they're offering. And so this is just another example of that. You're now going to be able to to uh, remarket to your repeat purchasers and your high value potential customers or current customers um, and, and do so a bit more freely, whereas before you couldn't. So. Um, Amazon's not like unlocking the gates to their emails or anything, but um, you are able to at least reach them um, in a more customized and, and sales driven uh, way. So that, that's exciting. And I think this is going to roll out, Amazon said, Q1 um, to all accounts. Um, you can see it now um, on the back end of most accounts, but um, it's, it's grayed out. So something to look forward to and start planning towards. 
Yep. The next yeah, and uh, one more note on that, Darren. I know that right now a lot of our brands we can message to our brand followers specifically. So still very important that we're increasing that follower account, um, specifically elevating them through the brand store. Um, but we're trying to unlock those additional tailored audiences. So now being able to um, really send at least 10 customer engagement emails and make sure to focus on that open right there, because that's how you're going to unlock the additional tailored audiences before they get rolled out to everybody else. So um, we're focusing on building that pipeline. As Vinny had said, we've already developed one for the followers, but if you're not currently using Manage My Customer Engagement, get on it now. Um, so that way you have access to all of those additional um, tailored audiences. Yeah, great call out and shout out to our amazing copy and creative team for all the brand store work that we designed for our clients. A uh, new feature, or excuse me, not a new feature, but something we've been very concentrated on is calling out the follow and getting engaging with your customers prior to this being announced. So uh, as always, we're ahead of the curve with that. Good call out for sure on that. The next feature that was top of mind and being touted left and right all across Accelerate uh, all days was the buy with Prime badge uh, and how that works. And just for a quick primer on it, essentially what Amazon's trying to do is now own your D2C site in a sense by allowing customers to check out right on your page when they click buy with Prime, assuming you put it on a listing on your own D2C website, they will be able to leverage their FBA inventory uh, as a means to process the checkout and keep the customer on site, keep owning the customer, as opposed to it going back to Amazon. There's some clunkiness with this. There's some caveats to it. But this was something that was touted heavily during a lot of the speeches and speak uh, speakers about why you should do this and how it's beneficial. We're still very much... Uh, advocates of doing driving back to Amazon to take advantage of ranking and other opportunities, but would love to hear from the team here on the call uh, if they saw anything different. Vinny, go for it. Yeah, no, no. Uh, buy with Prime. I think it's definitely a, a new functionality that that new brands are going to leverage, especially when Amazon mentioning that they can, you know, they're willing to drive traffic off of Amazon to the DTC. Uh, something interesting there that I, I think a lot of brands are going to definitely explore. Uh, so that they can capture that customer. Uh, a few other things, I think, on this slide, just to segue a little bit, Darren, is we saw a lot of cool stuff. They're revamping the seller forum experience, uh, premium A-plus content. We knew that coming into Accelerate, that that was a new feature um, that was going to be released to all brands. And sure enough, we jumped into Pipeline, making sure that all of our clients were participating in that, along with Brand Story, some cool new features. Um, uh, the fact that with premium A plus now you can be full fledged, um, you know, across, uh, you know, the full, uh, PDP and you can, and you and you can really insert video FAQs in there for all of our brands. Amazing. That was just available for launchpad brands, or perhaps you had to pay for that feature. Um, and then brand analytics, I know Delaney, this is something that, you know, I can see your head not in there, but definitely something that, uh, I know that we're diving into maybe speak to that a little bit more. Yeah, definitely, Vinny. I think the whole team on the vendor side knows that that's my favorite feature um, within Seller Central. Um, but now we're able to, um, hopefully these reports will become downloadable, but through Amazon's search query performance dashboard on both the brand level and on the ASIN level now, you can really see where in the funnel um, your customer is either falling off or converting on a keyword level. So um, shows you all of your top keywords ranked in order of conversion. Um, and then you could really narrow down um, 
for example, maybe adding an exact match in your title for a specific keyword in which you want to push your conversion share or your brand purchase share, which it's showcased in the search career performance report, and then monitor how that exact change um, really increases your ranking on Amazon because we know it's all about ranking. And then also we're, we're partnering very closely with our advertising team to look into this dashboard, create a tracker that has a lot more actionable insights on our side so we can get granular on the keyword level and make some of these um, changes really in real time. Um, and I think that just is a good transition to the manager experiments updates too, which are super exciting um, because now in manager experiments, you can test not only the images, the titles, and the A-plus content, which you could test previously, but now um, the bullet points in the product description. So again, just more areas in which you can enter some of those keywords to rank higher for um, and really see um, and measure significance very quickly. That's a new beta that Amazon has just released in which you could update the test to significance. Um, so now the test can end early. You don't have to wait that full amount of time for the test to be completed there, which is awesome to see. Um, so yeah, I think coming out of Accelerate, we're just really excited of all of the changes that Amazon is pushing forward and really just giving the customer and all, all of these sellers more enhanced features to continue to grow their brand and provide data insights and in how to get there as well. Yeah, the, the, the one rollout that we started to see um, just, uh, I would say about a week ago, has been the new health score. Um, now you have a new health metric. So right there, we, we called it out the FBA centralized dashboard. Uh, that's also a new feature that's being rolled out in Seller Central. So not only does Seller Central have a new look, right? Not only are they, now we have a, a hamburger menu to the upper left um, and it, it looks just, the navigation is completely different. Now Amazon is really being bullish about releasing these tools that they announced so that we can really participate in them. So uh, very excited about what we're seeing. Um, let's see here. Another one, another one I would say that caught my attention was on the local selling and Amazon warehousing distribution and Vico buckets, all kind of related. Amazon partnered with a company called Vico that they acquired. It's very much like a ship station-esque type platform, at least that's how I understood it, uh, in terms of how they're trying to connect and trying to make things more seamless for connecting your shipment opportunities, rates, par small parcel ground, et cetera. And then local selling was interesting because it was there shot across the bow at Walmart a little bit by enabling smaller sellers to do order online and pick up in your own store. They use the example of uh, Sir Latab, where if they wanted to enable that because they didn't have the infrastructure, you could literally order your product on Amazon and go pick it up at the store. And they even offer curbside pickup, which was interesting that they're now kind of trans, kind of transforming that platform over to your own store. And then they're also allowing a version of Seller Fulfilled Prime. They didn't give a lot of details, but that was another area of local selling that I was super excited about because you would be able to set your radius and deliver bulky, heavy items uh, within one uh, same day or two day shipping, which is really cool, too. So a lot of logistics updates that I thought was interesting out of there, too. Um, any others that stood out, uh, Vinny, Nick, Delaney, Michelle, that you think we should cover? Those will move on to Helium 10 here. Yeah, I think, I think this, just just going back real quick to the buy with Prime button um, and, and, and how that works. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if any of my, my teammates on here have a differing point of view, but um, I think the kind of common sentiment that, that we've been running with here at Vendo with a lot of our brands is actually not to use the buy with Prime button and to use your own button. 
Um, and, and there's different reasons for that. One of them being uh, the, the brand referral bonus that you get um, through the Amazon attribution program. So if you use your own link and kind of create your own buy with Prime button, you're going to be able to tap into that 10% brand referral bonus and, and get that commission back that you wouldn't have gotten through uh, Amazon's kind of official button. The other thing too to call out is the buy with Prime button skips the PDP and, and goes right into the checkout, which can be beneficial because it's one less step. But from our point of view, if you're driving through the PDP, you're going to be able to impact ranking um, which um, is, of course, very important. And so if you're trying to get that kind of holistic uh, goal of not just driving the direct sale and converting more traffic, but also um, impacting your organic ranking so you can see higher increase in organic sales on Amazon, then uh, we're recommending you, you create your own button and, and do it through a special link like that. And if anyone has questions about that, um, definitely leave them in the comments or, or reach out to us. We have a case study on our website that we put out um, about a, a month ago on vendocommerce.com that speaks to how driving from D to C to Amazon for a high volume brand um, actually ended up converting about 10 to 15% more traffic overall and net 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 positive um, uh, outcome of that. So really excited to see yeah. more brands adopting that. Yeah, that's our win back the customer strategy on Amazon, baby. I love it. That's uh. That's what we do is making sure that we capture everyone. Shout out to Rockstar Josh on the marketing side. He's pushed it hard with a lot of our brands to do click and buy on Amazon and driving traffic back there. So good uh, good call out for sure, Nick, on that. Again, a lot of great updates to the platform features. Uh, Delaney with the data as always. I think there were some great insights and things for us to use there. Why don't we shift gears to the H10 Summit here uh, and start with some of the Walmart uh, updates or any other initiatives we want to start out with. Nick, if you want to share, go for it. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So um, let's uh, let's dig in into the um, uh, sell and scale Amazon uh, callouts here. Let me just make sure my everyone can see the screen there properly. All right, cool. So yeah, I mean, sell and scale was was a fantastic event. Uh, shout out to the the Helium Ten team for for really uh, you know doing it right their first go around. I mean. From the content quality to the you know the speakers to the uh, the venue the production quality the networking I mean just all around I would I'd, I'd give it a ten out of ten but you know we we really go um, I mean we go for a lot of reasons but we go to be students too right and, and and see what what what's the latest and greatest that we can um, you know learn and, and implement for our brand partners uh, to really stay ahead of the ahead of the trend and. You know, there, there's always going to be tidbits of, of you know, golden nuggets, as, as people call them, that, that you take away with. And, and we'll go over some of those golden nuggets in the next slide. Um, but, um, you know, and, and these can be considered golden nuggets, too. But I would say, like, one of the big kind of overarching sentiments that came out of selling skill in regards to marketing specifically um, and, and we'll get into some of the advertising specifics in a bit, but non-advertising marketing. I think the idea of, um, you know, external traffic has been prevalent, um, especially for those savvy marketers. But it really, really uh, shined bright at, at this summit. And, and uh, the idea about uh, around driving PR to Amazon, which is something we've been doing at Vendo here for uh, two to three years now, um, really started to take front stage. And, and I found that interesting. And, and there's a company out there that, you know, 
we're not affiliated with, but I, I think is worth giving a shout out here because they, they shared a lot of great knowledge and, and they're really running with like a PPC or rather CPC based model. Um, so instead of paying a flat rate for an editorial driving back to, to Amazon, you, you pay only based on the amount of people who actually have read the editorial, found your product, clicked your product and shopped your product. Um, and so I found that a really interesting model that we're going to be testing out here and the, the level of publishers that we can access, um, you know, from, from Vice to Vanity Fair, uh, really premium publishers. So really excited to see how that's going to pan out. And, and um, you know, I think we have some case studies from our current press activities um, on our website as well. Uh, something else that, you know, just little tricks and tips here, um, Q&A. So everyone, you know, most people know the Q&A section on Amazon, um, but not a lot of brands uh, plant their own Q&As, kind of use it as an FAQ section. Um, and, and even if they do, I don't think they're thinking about it in this way. And so we're looking at it as an optimization opportunity. Um, and so if we're going to look at embedding, not just helpful questions and answers, but also optimizing for keywords that we want to rank for. Um, and not only is that going to get picked up by the Amazon algorithm, but it's going to get picked up by the Google algorithm. And uh, you're going to be able to drive your products up and ranking on Google, thereby driving more external traffic and sales um, that you wouldn't have had otherwise. And a little trick here too is if you have a product that has banned keywords, you know, supplements or adult products, for example, um, you can't really optimize for them on the PDP front end or back end because they can get flagged. And then through ads, you, you, you often cannot for most words. And so this is kind of a little workaround here to get those keywords indexed for your product page. Um, something else that I learned is, you know, one well, of the... Uh, Real quick, Nick, just because I want to make sure the audience picks up on some of these dangerous nuggets that uh, you're dropping for the audience. Uh, the Q&A, affiliate marketing, Pinterest, all of these external traffic sources that you're pitching and talking about that were covered at the show. This is an example of the way we think and strategize for Amazon is sometimes you have to win as much off of Amazon to be successful on Amazon, to be highly competitive. Our media buying team, best in the biz there does a great job on Amazon, making sure we capture everyone as much as possible. But these are great ways to optimize offsite, to bring people back. These little things we can share publicly because we can share with you, but a lot of people don't know how to execute or do it properly. Uh, and so I'm glad you're calling this out because if you can do it, we highly recommend that you should be paying attention to implementing a lot of these strategies where possible if you haven't already. Sorry, Nick, keep it going. No, no, I mean, no, great, great point. I mean. There's so much, you know, to each of these bullets and we could talk for hours, but um, for those of you who are watching, you know, you can, you can see them broken down. So definitely some good tips and tricks here. Um, I think one call out that's kind of a big one is Pinterest. You know, I think Pinterest, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of brands, um, uh, you know, haven't considered uh, highly enough and, and um, you know, Pinterest, I think could be a real contender where the audience makes sense um, for driving external traffic, both paid and organic. Um, something else, too, that we've been aware of and, and implementing for our brands is the anything in the buy bucks upsell widget widget. And so if you can see the screen here. It's basically an add on widget right below the buy box. And you can actually get three to four products added there. I think four show up on mobile um, right now. You do need to be in a SAS core paid program or in vendor central for this to work. You can always try. Um, if not, we have a template that you can submit to, to Seller Central to get this um, uploaded or through your account manager. Um, and you can really just use this as a way to upsell. 
Um, another cool uh, uh, call out here too for, for cross-selling, if you have a new version of a product and you want to drive awareness, traffic, and sales from the pre-existing version of that product, you can simply open a case with Amazon Seller Central, show them that the product is just a new version of the same product, like it's, it hasn't changed significantly, um, and then you can get this widget that shows up right by the buy box as well to help uh, launch that product more strongly. Um, and then here on the right is just an example, of course, of a different, um, of, a, of an offsite um, editorial. So yeah, unless, unless anybody else has anything on, on this slide, um, I would say that those are some of the big, the big uh, marketing call outs. Yeah, um, I'm going to be big on shouting out our whole team and how they contribute each time on this call. So I will say shout out to Shelby because her and I were talking yesterday or the day before about um, Snapchat. And I'm not a huge Snapchat user, but they are stepping up their game for ads and driving external traffic too. I know they partnered with Walmart to do that. So when we talk about Pinterest, Snapchat is another underutilized, I would say, external marketing channel to test. I'm not suggesting it's proven yet, but a lot they're starting to test and implement direct back shopping to Walmart, which is interesting as well. Yeah, so. no, no, great, great call out. Yeah, you can you can find your products and in uh, Walmart and Snapchat, uh, that, that's really interesting and something we're going to explore more. And I guess I, I, I wouldn't be doing right if I didn't make this call out. So there's going to be a big, uh, big announcement made here pretty soon where Amazon's partnered with another company on a, um, an affiliate marketing approved platform. So um, we're, we're going to be, uh, we're, we're involved in the, the kind of the pilot of that. And so we're, we're basically able to get the brands that we work with in front of an affiliate network that includes publishers, you know, PR, more PR deal sites, influencers, affiliates, bloggers, like it's pretty tremendous. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to reach a, 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 a cap in the amount of searches you can get for your products on Amazon once you're very mature. And so even if it's not now in the future, thinking about external traffic, whether it's affiliate press, influencer, paid media, et cetera, um, is going to be important. And we're one of the few companies involved with Walmart on a beta program for affiliate marketing too. So yes. big shout out there. It's another opportunity to drive traffic to walmart.com as well. Cool. Yeah. What else we got? Yeah. Should we, should we save some of these golden nuggets for the end or? <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's, let's pivot to some of the Walmart updates. I'd love uh, for Michelle Delaney and okay. the team to cover some of the great, because by the way, Helium 10 really, leaned in hard to Walmart this time around uh, during the show. That was interesting to see. They've updated yeah. their portal and their platform. Uh, you know, as Bradley has said on his podcast many times, the data is still coming up to speed as far as the estimated sales. But the search volume that comes out of Helium 10 for Walmart is the actual search volume. Uh, so they are definitely making inroads to provide more third-party data for Walmart.com. And then their partnership with them at the show was very interesting, especially from an ad side where we've got – the queen of ads, Michelle, um, who leads everything media buying related for Walmart.com on our side to speak to that and some of the interesting tips that came out of that. So go for it. All right. Awesome. I think Delaney's going to kick us off here with a little bit of marketplace takeaways as well. Um, we did, they covered a lot from a marketplace channel perspective. I know they were talking to a lot of sellers about, you know, if you're not on Walmart, you know, you're almost behind at this point, I would argue that you are behind. Um, and so I think Delaney's going to cover a few of these pieces and then we'll go into, you know, what 
takeaways in terms of content, launch strategy, and then of course the ad piece as well. Awesome. Thanks, Michelle. So yeah, as, as far as a few key takeaways on the Walmart marketplace side, um, they really leaned into talking about the customer def- demographic. And the demographic of a Walmart shopper is a brand loyal shopper with a very high repurchase behavior. Um, so 85% of Walmart.com shoppers are making at least one purchase per month. And 33% of Walmart.com shoppers make at least one purchase per week. So just looking at these two data points in itself just shows you how often these customers are coming back to walmart.com. So especially if you sell an item in a category that has very high repeat purchase behavior, maybe you're seeing some good subscribe and save results on the Amazon side, but you're not on Walmart yet. There is huge opportunity for you on Walmart to re-engage some of these customers. Um, Also, 52% of surveyed customers already purchased from a seller in the past six months. So this is a big point too, because a lot of um, sellers will say, no, we don't want to be on Walmart unless we can get into the stores unless we're part of the own channel um, because that's where they think all the opportunity is. But the data speaks for itself um, because customers are already willing to purchase from the marketplace. It's seen as a reliable option, especially with Walmart's pro seller badge through the marketplace where you can see what where the distinguished sellers are. Um, Just get on the marketplace. You can control your pricing. You have a lot more control over your channel overall. Um, And there's just a ton of opportunity from a flash picks perspective and overall um, marketing perspective, too. Um, 72% of those surveyed are comfortable buying from a third party seller as well. So just further speaks to that point. And I know that, of course, for holiday season, Walmart is a huge place to be. Um, 35% of Walmart customers are open to trying new brands for the holidays. Given how easy it is now for you to set up and apply for Walmart Marketplace, your opportunity is still on the table. Um, I know that obviously we're in Q4 now. A lot of the holiday shopping buzz has already started with um, Walmart's rollbacks and Amazon's um, prime early access sale, which has started today. But there is still tons of opportunity and brands are open or customers are open to trying those new brands. And then of course, what Walmart will continue to hound is EDLP and EDLC. So 82% say that price is the most influential for buying online. They want Walmart to be the best price to get it on the market. Obviously this may create some friction because now the retailers all price match each other. So our biggest recommendation on the Vendo side, um, and that was also talked about at the Scale and Sales Summit was um, obviously be very cognizant of your pricing strategy, launch some multi-packs, be aware of where you're selling um, your products, whether that's in different retails and your exact distribution. That way, this doesn't lead to a war of prices and different um, retailers are undercutting each other and eroding your price. And then lastly, um, Delaney, one one statistic, sorry to cut you off, but two things. One, big shout out to Mark Jordan on the Walmart Marketplace side, Uh, the king, as I would say, of the Walmart Marketplace side. And uh, one statistic that I've heard, and I think we're covering it in another slide, or we heard it at the show, which is fascinating. More people are using the app in-store while shopping. And I think there was a statistic given around that, that something like 70% of Walmart shoppers in the store are looking you up on the app or on site. So all the more reason to have the reviews, the quality, the content, your ad placements, everything buttoned up. Because while they're shopping, they're, they're browsing and they're doing that. Was that a stat that I thought came out at H10 or do any of you have context for that? Yes, it was, Darren. It was right around 70%. I believe it was 72%. So I think so too, Delaney. Yes. 
Um, so yes, just like Darren said, content is king. Um, you'll see here as well, attributes make listings more visible when customers um, conduct searches. So sometimes um, different sellers will just copy and paste their Amazon content. That's not going to lead to success on Walmart um, just because there is just different forms of attribution that help with overall ranking. So if you need any help in scaling your brand on Walmart, like Darren said, we have a great Walmart marketplace team um, who aligns with all of the Walmart style guides, know, knows exactly what it takes to rank um, and just overall will make sure those listing quality scores, which Walmart will talk to you about very heavily um, are very buttoned up. So that way you can index um, for many different keywords within the category. Just to correct you, we don't have a great team. We have the best team in the business, just to be clear about that. And we are partnered with one of the best teams on the ground in the business, which is Team Direct yeah. uh, at Bricks and Mortar. So no better team from an Omni perspective to help you. And we are an agency partner. We do have a lot of contacts and relationships at Walmart, the great folks over there that we partner with to help you scale and grow your business on site there. Sorry, I had to make that correction. And Darren, and these stats is just, it goes to, it speaks to the efforts that Walmart's doing on the marketplace, just because they're seeing how it plays out on Amazon. And obviously they're trying to make that big push. And sure enough, these stats just, it's a full representation of, of what we're doing there. And then, especially when Michelle jumps into ads, oh my God. I don't even, uh, it's, it's just exciting in terms of what they're doing. Obviously, we're in the Amazon side, but we know that uh, to Delaney's point, pricing is a big, big strategy behind it. And and by all means, make sure you guys, you know, those listening to the podcast, prioritize your pricing because we know price suppression happens. And when you have really good momentum, it affects ranking, it affects conversion. So make sure you got to revisit to, you know, those baseline strategies as you launch on Walmart. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Benny, because there's a lot of, Amazon features that are now being transferred over. We like to say on Amazon, we've seen the future on walmart.com, but Walmart is actually taking some initiatives of their own. That's very exciting to see. Uh, and yes, absolutely. Sarah E, Pablo, Cole, Michelle, our entire Walmart media buying side are doing an amazing job funding us up on site there for sure. Coupons, subscribe and save. It's coming to walmart.com. So everyone should be prepared to optimize and take advantage of these features as they launch and roll out on the platform. Delaney, keep it going. Yeah, no, we could go on to the next slide, um, Nick. Perfect. So as far as product launch takeaways here, listing quality scores, your number one um, area of focus here. Do not launch your brand with very weak content. Listing quality scores need to be at 90% or above. If you're in store at Walmart, they'll push 95% or above, or you can be removed from the mod. Um, so at Vendo, big area of focus. We have our own in-house optimization team as well, who's going through and making all these updates to the listings from a title, description, key feature standpoint. Um, another key nugget was just make sure that your product has the right product type. Um, so for this, there are different um, philosophies here on whether you go with a product type um, that aligns more closely with your category um, or a product type that maybe is a little bit um, not as niche as your category, but you can rank higher within that category. So something that we do on the Vendo side is we're starting to A-B test product types pretty heavily. So of course, a bigger um, idea is that um, we need to get the product type right at launch, but by having the ability to A-B test now, we're able to see if maybe updating that product type increases the efficiency of our ads or gives us a stronger organic placement um, on page one by being 
categorized accordingly. So definitely don't dismiss the product type feature. There's a very simple fix in Seller Center where you can just file a case there and make those updates. So um, focus on that product type for sure. And I wanted to add something really quick too here is I think people forget how much this Im impacts their advertising performance. I think we're at the point where we all understand that you have to lean into an auto campaign strategy a little bit more heavily when you launch a product on Walmart than in other retailers like Amazon who are a little bit more robust. But this product type influences where your auto campaign serves very heavily. And it leads to your shelving, your breadcrumbs, however you want to call that. But it, it's such a big impact. And we've seen this lead to almost a 40, 50 percent lift in return on ad spend, a drop in CPCs, all because a product type was set up incorrectly or it wasn't addressed on the front end. So as Delaney has mentioned, you know, our team is checking these almost on a daily, weekly basis now because some things happen in the back end. Your product type might change somehow, but you have to be on top of it and make sure you're submitting those cases because it's not only going to impact your ranking overall on Walmart, but it will heavily influence your advertising performance. And that yeah, kind of leads... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Darren. No, go ahead, Michelle. Please finish. I was just going to say that leads to the next point of keyword stuffing too. All of these are going to tie back into your advertising performance. Walmart's algorithm does not like keyword stuffing. We see time and time again, sellers copy and paste truly what their Amazon listing looks like. And then the question is, why isn't this working? You know, Walmart has those style guides in place for a reason, and it's what works best with their algorithm. And you have to be able to adjust and make sure that you're set up to succeed on Walmart. Yeah. And it's very translatable to Amazon, to your point, Michelle Delaney, that you have to be button. A lot of posts you'll see on LinkedIn or social media are all geared towards here's strategies for optimizing your media buying. You know, Jeff and I talk about this all the time. But nobody focuses on, uh, and Jason calls this out very well on our team too, like just optimizing your titles or some of your content, the effect that has on your media buying or ad performance, both on Walmart and Amazon. Yeah. People forget. They're just like, nope, just want to spend and I should see a return. doesn't happen <laughs> that way. It's not as seamless. So I love that you guys are focusing on the fundamentals are key always to be successful. Covering the baseline there and covering the baseline. Love it. BSR, <laughs> baby. <laughs> give a shout out to VSR for Vinny. There you go. Exactly. Love it. Another Sorry. fundamental, though, is reviews. Obviously, yep. um, for Amazon, there's different ways in which you can go about getting reviews, one of them being Amazon Vine, which people may have different opinions on based on how critical they may be at some sometimes. But um, Walmart, you can syndicate reviews directly from your direct-to-consumer site for free using this link that we've entered right there, marketplace.walmart.com backslash review dash syndication dash form backslash. Um, so again, tons of opportunity now to kind of look, think of it as a honeymoon period for Walmart now rather than Amazon, where in the honeymoon period for Amazon, you're so focused on getting those initial at least 30 reviews to be able to launch a product successfully and now advertise, where now for Walmart, you can have um, multiple reviews right off the bat that are very strong and um, kind of slim the gap, close the gap a little bit more compared to some of your competitors who may have a higher review count there as well, or a stronger star rating. And then lastly, I mean, the Walmart Fulfillment Services team was there as well. And that's obviously one of the best 
aspects of being involved in the marketplace is Walmart fulfillment uh, services, no minimums or maximums for inventory. You can get access to Walmart's reduced inbound rates. Again, similarly to um, FBA, where you can send the product um, to Walmart and they will handle all of the customer service, just makes it a lot easier for you as a seller and many times is also more profitable for you as well. So really, really great. Um, takeaways here from a product launch perspective, but I'd say top three are to get your content right, um, launch with strong reviews, um, enroll in Walmart fulfillment services, and then come to Vendo and tell Michelle how she can um, launch her brand with ads in the best way possible, because I would agree with Darren's statement that Michelle is the best in the business. Um, so Michelle, transitioning over to you. Really quick, thank you for your com compliments, Delaney. I appreciate you. Um, but I wanted to say reviews, reviews, reviews. The amount of times we have these conversations with brands, we know that you have your reviews on Amazon, but they are just as important on Walmart. When you're launching products, we have to have those reviews, especially you know when we talk about formerly known as search brand amplifiers. Now we've shifted to sponsored brands. It's visible in your ad. You need to have a strong review count. You need to have a strong rating. So I, I know Delaney spoke to that, but I wanted to reiterate it because it is so very important on the advertising piece as well. Um, but now shifting to more exciting updates here. Um, I wanted to start with, and I, I think a lot of the times and we, we get trapped in the comparison of Walmart and Amazon, but I think what sometimes people miss is Walmart's unmatched reach, right? We hear the 90% of US, U.S. households shop at Walmart. But to me, what does that translate in terms of visitors on walmart.com, which is what I focus on from the advertising piece, right? So that's 120 million weekly visitors to walmart.com. That's huge potential for your brand if you are not already selling on Walmart. So I like to bring that set up. I think it's very important for us to understand overall reach. And, and I know this is something me and Darren talk about regularly is, is you can just tap into such a large ecosystem once you get in on Walmart and you really start selling. Yeah, they, I think it's 90% of the country lives within 10 miles of a Walmart. Yep. And so finally, thank goodness, Walmart is deciding, hey, we've got 4,700 DCs. They're called stores. We're going to start more local selling from those stores, which is exciting uh, for pickup today, et cetera. That's driving the majority of the e-commerce growth. Yeah. And that's a great point, too. And I think um, what we talk about with, with our brands that, that do have an in-store presence is your advertising heavily influences in-store purchases as well, right? Um, we, as, as most people know, we have a partnership with PackView and within that portal, we actually have access to, you know, pickup delivery versus in-store sales related to advertising as well. So understanding that you're not only driving your dot-com business, but you're driving your in-store business as well. Darren mentioned earlier, people are actively using the app as they're shopping in stores. I'm the same way. I will admit to that. If I don't know where something is, if I don't know if my brand's in stock, I'm looking it up on the app and I'm seeing the ads too, right? Um, so just make sure that you are buttoned up from the app and the mo you know, the app and the desktop experience because your ads are being seen while someone is actively in the store. Well, just to hammer um, that point home real quick, uh, first of all, yes, on the app, aisle K25, if you want to find uh, yeah. the toys as it relates to my kids every time we go there. Uh, shout out to Eden, uh, favorite uh, Walmart retailer in our family, for sure. But <laughs> I, I do want to say um, one thing, Michael uh, Smith on our team and Sophie Brown, big shout out to both of them. We focused heavily on pulling the retail link data. And I want to stress this for everyone listening. Your retail link sales that you pull for your store 
There is an online customer journey portion of that data that happens online and checks out online that is attributed to store and gets missed. And in some cases, that can be 15 to 20% of your sales, especially when you talk grocery, that's driven by the great work done online to set up and show your store and get it added to your grocery cart for pickup or put up in your uh, curbside pickup. That gets missed. A lot of companies are trying to figure out ways now and scrambling to figure out what percentage that represents. It's a significant portion of your business that people are just like, oh, my Walmart sales are only $5,000 on .com or uh, a smaller percentage of their Amazon sales. They're actually not. If you're in store, it's a much larger piece of your business than you realize. Sorry, Michelle, go for it. No, that was that was great. I appreciate that. Um, one one piece here was, you know, Walmart Connect really focused a lot when they were speaking at the Helium 10 event was, you know, what's happening, what recent changes they've gone through and updates that are coming. As we talk all the time, our media buying department is is having to be very quick and, and change strategy because of all these changes that are rolling out. And it's awesome. You know, we're getting more updates. We're getting more data, which is what we love to see on the ad side. So a few of those big changes I wanted to talk through here was search relevancy improvements. Um, we've seen this lead to an improvement in CPCs and return on ad spend. And, and in terms of search relevancy, that means Walmart's actively made adjustments to their algorithm to take into account the attributes, your content quality score, all those pieces that Delaney mentioned previously. And that is influencing where you rank organically and paid on walmart.com. Um, Walmart's given an example before where, you know, you could have two different types of toilet paper and you could have, you're both serving ads within the same keyword, but the, the item that converts the best and has the best relevancy overall is going to win that top of page placement versus the second page placement. So just something to consider, especially when you're launching ads on Walmart is as we all talk about covering your baseline, making sure that your content is fully up to speed there. The second big one here is a second price auction. Um, as we all know, this went live this summer. This was a huge, huge update. Um, it has dropped our overall um, CPCs and it has really um, helped us from return on ad spent overall tacos perspective too. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. I know some brands are still not aware that Walmart made this shift. So I'm going to continue to say it um, and, until it's it, the point has come across. But just as a, a final note here, um, we know that that's where Walmart, uh, Amazon has existed previously. So just make sure that you're staying up to date on all those updates on the Walmart side, too. Um, another big one, searching grid slot improvements. So now we see four um, slots from the ad side. Previously, it was one and two. Um, shifting more to the paid overall um, perspective on top of search versus just solely relying on organic listings as they were previously. Um, another big one here is the sponsored brand ad availability to marketplace sellers. This actually just became available as of the 29th of September. So we're super excited. We've already started rolling this out for some of our marketplace brands. Um, the only caveat to this is you have to be registered in the brand portal. So make sure you get in there and get your brand registered so you can start testing and, and learning from some of those sponsored brand um, ad placements that Walmart has available. Um, they did mention three main areas of focus that included innovation, technology, and performance. I think as, as we look through the updates that have already happened this year, um, they're very aligned to that. It's, it's always new rollouts in terms of how we engage the customer, very focused on the Omni journey. 
um, technology. They're rolling out more partnerships from an API perspective, from an agency perspective. Um, On the performance piece, you know, the biggest one was a second price auction update, but now they're rolling out new customization tools um, within display self-serve, some new um, optimization tools for the sponsored search side. So Walmart is evolving really quickly. And and if you're not currently running ads on Walmart, you're behind. You've got to get your brand up there and selling and and you've got to launch ads as quickly as possible. Take advantage of Q4. It's about a five-day turnaround to get your advertising application processed. Sometimes it's even less than that. It really depends on their kind of backlog over there. But I highly recommend getting your ads up and ready to go um, before we get any closer to November than we already are. The final kind of pieces here I just wanted to touch on from the display self-serve perspective. This wasn't necessarily addressed at Helium at the Helium 10 event, but it speaks to the overall innovation happening at Walmart right now. They've already released additional ad placements, the brand box and the gallery available to display self-serve advertisers. Um, custom audience targeting just rolled out. And this tells me they're listening to suppliers. They're listening to what we need and how we need um, updates to roll out um, and understanding that Walmart is actively growing and, and really wants to lean into this space. So that was the big main callouts. I know we already kind of touched on their partnership with TikTok, Snapchat, and those. Um, but Darren, any final thoughts? I know I rolled through a lot there quickly. No, I, I'm always impressed by the way you and Delaney deliver uh, a mountain of content. Let's say two hours worth of content in like uh, 60 seconds, basically. <laughs> uh, you guys do it succinctly, correctly. Uh, I love it. I mean, these are all great takeaways for everybody listening uh, and for a lot of our clients that we're constantly iterating and implementing across our media buying platform. So a lot of these speak for themselves. Great, great coverage for sure. Delaney? Yeah, just one last thing. I think even after um, this whole presentation and the Scale and Sell Summit, we've seen additional changes rolled out by Walmart too, which is crazy because they didn't actually touch on them at the summit, Um, but we've seen them start to roll out. For example, I know that Michelle just spoke about how important reviews are. Part of that is also because now in the search grid, you're seeing a section for highly rated by customers. So you're not going to have the opportunity to be placed in this section if your reviews are not up to quality there either. Um, And Walmart is doing more to push some of these um, main values that they stand for as well. Like there is now a price drop section in grid. So it looks like they're shifting um, their in grid presence and layout more towards an Amazon type of feature. So again, looks like they are a little bit behind, but they are making good strides to catch up. So there's a ton of learnings that we can use just based on what we can expect from a CPC standpoint in a few years and things like that, um, that are eventually going to be coming to Walmart. So as Michelle said, get on board early um, before it gets too, too competitive there as well. Yeah. And sorry, Michelle, just to reiterate, I think you covered this in what you were saying was you have to have a certain quality score um, as Walmart's now not going to be able to show ads or um, show the listing, et cetera, for those ads, I, th- I think was a statistic that we had talked about internally. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know if that has been rolled out broadly yet, but that is the rumor that there will. No, that's inside. I'm talking about inside information for the audience. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that is potentially on the roadmap, some restrictions coming, which 
close the show, you've got to get your baseline covered. Exactly. You've got to hit the content quality score. And I could not say it enough. Reviews are just so, so important for your online presence at Walmart, too. Always comes back to Vinny's baseline. There you go. <laughs> All right, Nick, I know I know we're running on time here. We wanted to keep it 10 hour, possibly. Did we want to close it out with some really cool tips and tricks here, takeaways? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me back it up here, back to the Amazon uh, tips and tricks, and um, there, there's there's quite a few in here, um, and so we'll we'll be uh, pick out them. a few of the yeah pick out a few of the high level ones, and then we'll follow up to with an email blast our audience here with everything else. Yeah, I mean a couple that like actually have links. So basically, um, uh, there's a tool called Ship, ShipmentMakerPro.com where you can send shipments to whichever Amazon fulfillment centers you want. Um, we haven't tested this one ourselves, but that's that's the word. So feel you know feel free to check it out, um, and, and we'll let you all know if, if we end up using it as well. Another one too called ASINDoctor.com. Um, if you want to refresh your ASIN. Refresh your listing with a new ASIN, reset the bestseller ranking, keep all the reviews and restart that 30 day honeymoon period. Uh, you can do it through here. You can also do an ASIN reset um, where you reset all of the reviews as well. Um, there's also a service out there um, called Bijacker. Um, we provide uh, channel control and, and hijack, uh, hijack listings protection as well. Um, but this is kind of an interesting one that, um, that can support that as well. Um, and then there's this tool if you want to remove reviews um, that violate TOS, but you have so many reviews, you don't have the, the bandwidth to go through all of them. Um, th this, uh, this service can, uh, using an AI software, go through all of the reviews, scrape for TOS violations so that you can then submit those to Amazon um, um, very seamlessly. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, there's, there's other things on here too that, that you guys can see in the recording. Um, but yeah, those are some of the tips and tips and tricks that we learned. A, a big one that I think, you know, um, and, and it's right there, title SEO. Um, I, I think that's huge for the audience out there, whether you're a beginner or perhaps a more advanced seller. Um, I, I remember Brent, Brandon Young, um, founder of, um, data dive. He, uh, on one of his, uh, uh, I think it was at uh, which which summit was it, uh, Darren? Remind me. BDSS. Uh, yeah, BDSS. Yeah, Million dollar seller summit. Yeah, he came out and said, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you audit, you know, you you provide an update on your title, right? It doesn't matter how many times a day, how many times a month, but the fact that you make a change and the algorithm can respond positively to that change you're winning, right? And that's one thing that I'm gonna to say to all you guys listening on the podcast is, you know, don't hesitate to really look at search relevancy so that the algorithm can give you higher ranking so you can drive higher conversion. And that's definitely one thing that uh, resonated with us. We do that in house, uh, we have pipelines around it, but it's really important for you to really target those keywords for relevancy so that you can, you know, generate more revenue, sell more and drive higher conversion. Yeah, great call out. And I would say this slide alone makes it worth it for the audience to have tuned in for this hour. This is an example of our own ninja hacks and yeah. tips and tricks. There's a lot of great information on this slide, Nick, uh, to share with the audience as a follow-up for everyone to test and learn and improve their business just by implementing some of these bullet points. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So. Um, I think that that might wrap everything up unless anybody else has any questions or comments. Well, let's, let's turn over to Leah. Let's go in order here and see any final takeaways. Uh, Mr. BSR, Vinny. 
You want to share any final thoughts for the audience here? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what we do at Vendo is we really focus on a promotional calendar. We look at your budgets. We look at forecasts. We really look at the whole entire picture of growth for your brand and the category that you plan. Um, as we said, we cover the baseline as fundamentals, first steps of really gaining success. And as a seller, I would say that's definitely our biggest recommendation is take a step back, right? Um, sure, you've gained some momentum, you've made some progress, but I think taking a step back and, and really applying different tactics so that you can uh, really um, get an edge over your competitors, that's really where, um, how, that's how we see Amazon and Walmart. And, you know, um, I think as we go into Q4, um, tighten things up, right? Uh, refresh your copy, refresh your infographics, take uh, advantage of all these new modules. And, um, you know, it's exciting to see the space that we're in just simply because it's growing. And we know that the traffic on Amazon's there. So try to take advantage of it, try to drive conversion and relevancy because you'll get rewarded for that. Delaney, data. Yeah, data definitely, data I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, shout out to Russell. I'd say that um, Russell leads a Where great group of data analysts. And I think that the data that we provide you, um, of course, we pitch all of the strategies as far as how to increase your new new to brand customers, how to e increase your repeat customers, how to increase your lifetime value. And Russell does um, that very eloquently in delivering all of those results. So if you never looked at your business that way, you definitely should be to see what some of these promotional strategies have um, an impact on the overall business, even on a more long-term level. So um, come, come find us if so. But I would agree with Vinny, um, Amazon and Walmart, they both can't be set it or forget it. That's one of the things that we pride ourselves here on at Vendo is that we're consistently testing and learning, um, whether that's A-B testing through some of our uh, partners at PicFu, who we love very much, or even through Amazon's um, Amazon's services like Manage My Experiments, there's a ton of different ways in which you can now see um, quantifiable results on a lot of your actionable um, insights there. So I'd say that is my biggest thing there. And then as far as Q4 prep, um, we are in an interesting season now where we have entered primarily access sale and the rollback season for Walmart, but I'm expecting Q4 to be even bigger than um, what we have just experienced here in October. So um, just make sure that you are fully optimized there and, and take, in, take advantage of all of the little nuggets that we had just shown you. So that way you are set for a good um, holiday season. Wow. I love the shout out to Russell. Russell's the man. So, and yeah. Pearl and Phil holding it down for the data side of things. And probably. check out our previous podcast because I, yeah. I mean, Russell and I just dive into that data. Brain. Like we want access to all of that there. Exactly. I also have to give a plug to search career performance because I mean, right. I think that that's kind of the future of Amazon <laughs> and insights as far as like how you could actually take learnings and mold advertising and just analytics a little bit better um, to guide you and how you should optimize your channel. So I know that, Walmart, um, through what we've seen in some of PacView's updated uh, software, you're, it's a little bit of a version of brand analytics overall um, and just giving you more insights into click and conversion share. But that is all things that you should now take with you for um, competitor product targeting and things like that, where you can start to eat market share at a lot of these um, competitors in the space who may have had it for a long time here. That's so Delaney to give a shout out to a tool within sellers. <laughs> That's the data tool. The search query. That was awesome because you just gave a podcast interview yourself the last two minutes with, with that information. Michelle, take it away. 
I'm going to do the opposite of Delaney and keep it short and simple. Start <laughs> selling and advertising on walmart.com. If you aren't, you're behind. And that will be my final note. Love it. Nick, any closing thoughts? I mean, what, what else is there to say? I mean, we just unloaded knowledge and dropped content bombs. I mean, this is this is what we do. This is what we do here at Vendo. We're always trying to stay ahead of the curve um, and always looking at everything we can do to support your Amazon and, and Walmart.com business. It just it doesn't end at the gates and restrictions of Amazon and Walmart, where we're e-commerce experts, marketing experts, advertising, etc. So, um, thanks everyone for for joining. Yeah, uh, I can't uh, tell everyone enough how proud I am of our team, uh, how appreciative and grateful I am and blessed to be working for our entire team and the support of rock stars that are a part of Vendo that help all of our clients day in and day out on Walmart, on Amazon and other channels. Shout out to our external media buying team as well, doing a lot for D2C. Greg and the rest of our team, there holding it down as well. With that, uh, remember everyone to protect your brand and sell more and hustle is in our DNA. So with that, Nick, can't believe it. 100 episodes. We're just getting started. Let's close it out. All right. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone.